favorite TV. Is that true? I think so. Cold. Are you shitting me, Clark? <laughs> Are you shitting me, Clark? Oh, that sounds nice in my ear holes. The squelching of my such and what's. <laughs> the squelching of my such and what's is brought to you by such and what's and such and such. <laughs> What does your tea bag say? <clears throat> well, your tea bag says, I love you. You are my tea bag. I love you. Kiss. Mwah. On this bi directional microphone. Under, under, under the arm, under the arm, under the arm, past the pop filter. Mwah. We did it. We did that weird kiss there. Because we're Pete and MJ. And we're weirdos. That's you, what we do. You want to be a weirdo like us? Follow us, do the things we do, eat the things we eat, send us money when we tell you to, <laughs> believe the things we say, die for us if call, if need be. Oh, here we go. You're starting it. Well, you're part of it too. You're here with me on the ground level. I let you in on ground level. You're not gonna... This is like, pretend I'm Logan Roy of this cult. Okay. <laughs> and I just offered you a coat chair or co-spot with me here at the top of this cult and you are just you're gonna shit on it is that where is that how you really think that's the right way to play this okay you're right you're right you're you know i know about a cult leader who killed somebody and left them in the desert oh my wow. god why am i why because where that's kind it's it's fucking traumatizing knowing that okay like I don't know what I can do or say about it, but I feel like weird knowing it and having been a part of it. I don't think I ever should have been asked to, and I should have probably said no. It was fucking weird. What are we talking about? I covered up a murder. I mean, I didn't cover it up. I didn't do anything legally, but I was paid to put some stuff on a Wikipedia page so oh, that yeah. there would be positive stuff. You're right. For I this. remember this. And Sorry. like, holy shit, I got really? I in the cult conversation, and then I didn't know we had jumped to an, an actual, actual cult. cult. <laughs> hey, what? That's kind of... <laughs> Sorry. Wow, how humiliating. You. I see how you think of me and my aspirations. And, and your cult aspirations. Why don't more people just call Sorry. it a cult? Like, it is what it is. Let's get on with it. If, Get on with it. So, we're not here to talk about my cult. We're not here to talk about an eating off the same plate cult. We're here to talk or about... Or reading off the same page cult. Am I going to get in trouble for this stuff? I don't care. I mean, I didn't sign Who anything. Who are you going to get in trouble with? Oh, the company. Or the cult. Or the cult. The cult is not listening. <laughs> also, did I admit to a crime? Is that a crime? Am I a criminal? I I should ask. I, don't know. I should ask my co-conspirator in that. It's nowhere near. Well, I guess it is a murder. I mean, technically, there was no. It was acquitted. It was acquitted. So. Acquitted. That's if you if you if the glove does not fit, you must acquit. I have no idea what the fuck I'm saying, but it's all true. It's all true. It's right there. Just read between the lines. I don't know. Wake up. Wake up. Do your own research. <laughs> So, so what you been up to? I don't know. What have you been up to? I started reading a book once. Okay, what you reading? The Moon is a Harsh Mistress. You told me about this. 
Sounds like a good book. It is, but it's making, like, there are parts of it because it's old. It's, like, from the 60s. Mm. It's hard for me to tell if it's the author's views or the protagonist views of, like, oh, she did this because this is what women do type, like, lots of that. But then it's immediately followed up with the woman proving him wrong. But also, like, it's super patriarchal. It's on the moon still. It's on the moon still. The Moon is a Harsh Mistress by Robert Heinlein. They have turned the moon into a penal colony. It's 2075, and we have colonized the moon, and what we decided to do with it is send our criminals, the people that we didn't want around here. And it's kind of a one-way trip because it's expensive to get off the moon, even after they have served their sentence. Mm -hmm. And our narrator has been born on the moon, so he was born there, so he is free, one of the few free people. And they all kind of co-mingle, whatever. They don't worry about any uprisings because... I mean, where are you going to go? You can't yeah, you're sneak on the off. Moon, you can't. Yeah, like rockets, they measure the cargo to the gram. You think you're going to get off? No, there's not even a way to get a gun from Earth to the moon. They have to just kind of do their thing. The authority lets people talk and mumble because it helps people feel blow off steam. You know, people need to blow off steam or else they'll, they'll blow up. So they let them do that. They don't really think much of any of this. Anyway, our narrator has a job. He's very well educated. He knows how to work with computers. And they have shipped up a super smart computer from Earth to the moon. And it runs everything. It runs absolutely everything from the toilet. Yeah, from the toilets, which are used to capture sewage and then reclaim the water. People's paychecks, oxygen levels, everything. This computer runs everything, and it's an artificial intelligence, like one of the first of its kind. It's designed to learn. Mm -hmm. And the only person that's up there that has the knowledge to work with it, even with the people who work for authority, don't know how to work this computer. Only he does. So he's he's an outside contractor. He doesn't work for them. He does his own thing, but they pay him to come in and work with this computer all the time. And because he works with this computer all the time, he's gotten to know it. Like, it talks back to him, and it's programmed to respond based on predetermined, like, with information that's collected. And this is back in the 60s, so that's pretty cool. And the computer doesn't like anybody else because nobody else treats the computer like like it's there. Everybody just talks to it like you would talk to a hammer. Hammer this nail, hammer, and then it doesn't do it. So, because he doesn't like them, he calls them stupid. And he says that our narrator is the only not stupid on the planet Mm. or on the moon. Oh my God. What? (laughs) (laughs) So he. Seven times as loud in my ear. I'm so sorry. Anyway, the robot is named Mike, short for Mycroft, because it learned it started reading Sherlock Holmes stuff. So he calls it Mycroft because it's like his brother mm-hmm. and that's Sherlock's brother. And where's it going? You're just telling us the story. Oh, just telling the story. You could read it yourself, but yeah, I'm telling you, it to you. You could read it or come to our podcast and listen. to it. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so 
he's working with it and it, it starts to develop a sense of humor it's trying to anyway it, it read about a, about comedy and it wants to know what's funny so it plays a joke and it pays this guy one like a janitor somewhere on the moon 10 gajillion dollars mm. 10 gajillion and i know it's the future 2075 everybody's going to be rich anyway right 10 gajillion dollars is enough for him to buy the entire solar system even though we've only colonized the moon where were we the robot plays a joke and he thinks it's funny to to pay this guy a whole bunch of money oh you're doing a photograph thing of us our narrator manuel manuel or manuel anyway the, the robot calls him man is there to fix this like to figure out what's going on so they start working together and the robot likes him he calls everybody else the stupids and he's talking to a man he's like well in order for you to get a sense of humor you're gonna have to talk to more people but i don't like them they're stupid and he's like, I'll find you some not stupids to talk to. And he said, okay. And in the meantime, anytime you think about do telling a joke or making a joke, run it by me first. <laughs> so then Manny or Mike prints off a whole list of jokes and they have a deal. Okay, I'll start looking for uh, non-stupids. For non-stupids. And in the meantime, I'll also... Uh, you'll run your jokes by me and I'll come back with them and give approval. So he does that and he's like, hey, wait, there's something going on in this sector over here. Uh, there's a there's a blank spot and I don't like having a blank spot. Now, it's important to note right now that the the robot, the computer robot, it's not a robot. It's much more than that. It doesn't have any allegiance to authority. It's its own thing. Mm -hmm. They've just put it in control. So it's like, hey, what's going on over there? And that's when the narrator tells us all about, like, there's probably just a union meeting, something going on over there, rebel rousers. They don't even mind. They don't care. He's like, but I want to know. I The rope, yeah. Mike, is like, I want to know. Can you go find out? And he's like, yeah, I'll go. I'll find, I'll find out for you. And he gets there, and he sees his friend from the long, long ago. And he's like, hey. I know this guy. I vouch for him. Let him in. Give him a stupid red hat. And he comes in and he's like, hey, this is somebody cool. And he introduces him to this woman named Wyoming Knot. Mm -hmm. uh, you can call her Why Not, but please don't ask why not. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Some There's a joke about it. It's funny. At this union meeting, they're actually calling for an uprising to overthrow the people Power to the people, workers movement, rights, all that. And in comes authority, starts shooting motherfuckers left and right with ah. their laser guns. And 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 his friend who vouched for him, Tiny, he, I, I think his name's Tiny, something like that. He's a giant guy, so I think they call him Tiny. They love to call giant guys Tiny. Mm -hmm. So he's got two of the guards by their throats holding them up and throwing them at people and he looks and manny looks and he's just got one leg the other one's been lasered right off his friend tells him go get why not out of here and he's like sure why not and then they get out of there and she puts on some blackface i think why because she needs to be in disguise she actually comes from another colony on the moon hong kong okay and she i don't know it's it goes, it talks about it a lot. It talks about the blackface a lot. And she even wears a, a curly wig 
and I know normally she's blonde. I don't know what her actual ethnicity is. But then it also talks a lot about how on the moon, races have, like, they don't matter because we're all just up here. There's only so many of us anyway. So they've all, and nobody on the moon cares about race. I haven't a racist bone in my body. Oh, I heard my mom say that so many times. Now, fast forward a bit, he gains her trust. We learn about line marriage, which is a fucking... I still don't quite understand it. Line marriage? Where it's it's one marriage between lots of people that just continues and never dies. There's It's definitely non-monogamous, and they have, they, they have rules about... Uh, Consinuate. I can't remember the word, but I had to look it up, and it just means like relatives banging. They have rules against that, so you can't yeah. have. They. It says that they have stricter rules about that than normal marriages have. There's one main wife that they call mom, and she's like kind of the matriarch of all of them, and. Okay. They, she asks that they talk to people before uh, bundling, finding a new bundling companion, and they can bring new wives in and new husbands in, and it's so fucking strange the way they describe it. Weird. So I'm going to be looking into it more. Not that I'm pushing for that, but I just, I want to know what the fuck a line marriage is. Yeah. It seems so strange. Fucking weirdos on the moon, I tell you. Yeah. I tell you fucking what, man. Weirdos like us. Uh, so that's, oh, hey, I made it fit like something about our personalities and shit. Because <laughs> we do some unconventional stuff. We do. Have you ever done anything unconventional? Unconventional. I think I have a time or two. Hmm. What unconventional thing comes to your mind? One touch of nature makes the whole world kin. William Shakespeare. Johnny Bryant. Um, yes, William Shakespeare. That's That was on my teabag that you asked earlier about. And we finally got around. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I'm very conflicted with my book. It's well written. It's a, an interesting story. It's not full on like, oh, fuck that, 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 you shouldn't be saying that, but like, you definitely shouldn't be doing blackface right now. Mm. But it's, so far, it's walked a weird line. It could end up doing something pretty soon, and I'm like, oh, what the fuck is that? My biggest problem is that it just keeps talking about how he's so surprised that this woman is capable. Mm. Why not? Continuously. Yeah. And it continuously refers to, well, that's how women are. That's, you know, that's how women be. Bitches be shopping. Am I right? <laughs> Bitches be shopping left and right. I went to the store the other day. You know who I saw there shopping? Bitches. <laughs> Bitches be shopping. Wow. Wow. Bitches be shopping. So there's a lot of that. There's that. And like the last page that I read, some like leader in their community shows up to where he's hiding with Why Not. And it's the next day and the guy comes in. They're making so many jokes about like, you, you two fucking? You two fucking? They didn't. Mm-hmm. He's not interested. She's not interested in him. He's not interested in her. Like he keeps talking about how hot she is, and like it's because she's hot, and it's the '60s, so they had to talk about it. Oh yes, of course. 
because they're men. But then it starts into like rape jokes. So how haven't Say, you dipped out already? It, that just a... barely happened. And I... and I'm seeing if I'm giving it a chance to say see if it's saying, hey, this is bad. Oh, okay. Like an always sunny in Philadelphia situation. Like the sensibility there is really weird. Like she just keeps piping in with, yeah, I, was, I struggled a lot and he's really strong. And, and then he's like, That's... hey... Can we kill me after the meeting? We have to important stuff to discuss. And and he's like, "Come on, rape jo- stop the rape jokes." And it's like, "What the fuck is going on here?" It's an important book, I know that. Yeah. He's I, an important I, writer. I found this because I went to the library searching for books for you and you said The what? You just said a sci-fi book, so I had nothing to go off of. But I love classics, or at least I love so I searched the opportunity up to read a found classics a list and the of idea. the top top fifty sci-fi books, and that was on it. And it was actually at the library. Most of them checked out. Were checked out by fucking nerds. By all the nerds like us. <laughs> so Robert Heinlein is actually I think he wrote Starship Troopers mm. which is a very anti-fascist story like have you've read it or you you've just... seen it you, oh. it's the movie where they're killing the bugs it's like an action movie Neil Patrick Harris is in it as a psychic it's about these kids that grow up together and the only way to really become a citizen it's ma- or there's mandatory compulsory enlistment in the military in order to be a citizen and if you want to be in politics you have to be able to be a citizen so like the rich families send their kids to be officers and so they can become citizens and then if you're lucky and you're poor that's like the only way that you can get any money is by signing up and we're at war with these bugs from across the galaxy that are like arachnids and all sorts of things (laughs) and there's a scene where it's showing like the propaganda newsreels to the of the people. Right. And it's these kids gathered around like like a bunch of bugs on the ground and they're just stomping on them and shouting, die, die, die. One time we were at a softball game. You were playing on some team you got asked to sub on. Yeah. And I took the kids and it wasn't our kids. There's some other weirdo kids, (laughs) some of the Mormon kids, actually. Uh, They had a pile of ants that they were stomping on and chanting, die, die, die. And... <laughs> it was it was wonderful to see, but also kind of terrifying. A little terrifying, yeah. Um, in that movie, you get to see some some bush, some dong, and some boobies. Ooh. The uh, they have they have uh gender neutral like showers and stuff in their military because it's like oh you're fucking here to soldier you're probably gonna die soon why do i care if you're gonna be naked around somebody uh and when they they get injured they have like these tubes that they go into that heal them really fast so like the the drill instructor the drill sergeants like just breaking their arms left and right and people die in the training all the time it's fucking intense but i think think that that's a Robert Heinlein book and I know that I love the movie and there was a cartoon when I was in junior high I think it was called the Roughneck Chronicles mm-hmm. Starship Trooper Troopers the Roughneck Chronicles and it was about this group of marines serving and going on missions and I would watch it every day when I would go do my newspaper route and then I'd get home and there 
wouldn't be enough time to go to sleep, so I would still keep... I, I mean, so I would find something to do, and I'd turn on the TV, and there it was. Starship Troopers Roughneck Chronicles. Can you believe it? Roughneck Chronicles right there in the Starship. Wow. Uh, and it's like a... It, the cartoon was a CGI cartoon. So, I mean, the show was a CGI show. Computer-generated. I fucking loved a computer-generated show. You ever seen Reboot? Have I made you watch Reboot? Reboot. There's a lot of shows called Reboot. Reboot is on they live inside of a computer system and occasionally they have to fight off viruses and the user will show up and a game will come into play and whoever is in their sector when the game drops in has to be a part of that game and usually it's our protagonist because he's really cool but it's not always sometimes people get stuck in there and on terminator 2 <laughs> the evil T-1000, ha he's liquid metal. And that's what the main character's hair kind of looked like. But it was purple. Kind of like dreadlocky purple. He was cool. You never saw that? It was on Saturday morning cartoons. No, I never saw that. Oh. Probably not. Try more baby food. So, so that's what I've been up to. I've been trying to figure out if Moon Guy's shitty or not. I have been up to nothing. Nothing? Surviving. I don't know. What What does the survival look like? You grew some plants. I started growing plants. Yeah, that makes me happy. And they've been alive for so long, like it a month. It was crazy. When you put, you put one outside just for not even an hour, I don't think, just to get some sun, and it did not want it. Oh my goodness. It it looks so sad afterwards. I've never seen a plant look so sad. It was like 70 degrees and yeah. sunny with a nice breeze. So we thought, oh, that will be perfect. For yeah. Uh, don't they need air, the, like sun occasionally? It's inside. So we brought we brought her back in and she's flourishing again, even growing a flower. It, well, that it had that big white flower on it and that started drooping immediately and wilted. It was so gross looking. I had to cut it off. Yeah. And I was worried that it would never grow another flower. But it's growing another flower. Or at least flower, wait till so. next year. Do you remember Dennis the Menace when Mr. Wilson had that flower yeah, that blooms the... in the midnight mm -hmm. every 30 years? We should get one of those. Every 30 Hmm. No, but keeping them alive has been nice because it's the first time we've kept plants alive longer than a week. So Brad Pitt stayed alive for quite a while. Oh, your <laughs> your avocado bit. <laughs> that was fun. My Instagram briefly turned into a Brad Pitt page. But yeah, I like this one that we bought from some random lady in our neighborhood. It's like all spiderly and tenderly. Yeah. Which you wouldn't think I like that, but I fucking love it. It's really pretty. And it grows little purple it grows little purple flowers on it. I come in the pot twice a day. What? Did you just say? To help them. <laughs> well, I heard about the birds and the bees, and I know that that's what it means, and it's talking about you know pollinating. And they don't get bees in here. We so don't love bees have in our house. Wow. So I just spray our fucking houseplants with jizz. Um, jism. Jism. When do you call it jizz and when do you call it jism? I never call it, I've never called it jism, ever. But isn't that like 
the pro is that the proper term for it? I'm gonna call it the proper term. No. Jism. Jism, jism, jism. Jism, jism, jism. I've J I S M. I've never heard that before. Jism. A variant spelling of jizz. I It's a noun. What? Vulgar slang. Vulgar. Vulgar. That is vulgar. It's also a 2003 Indian Hindi language erotic thriller film directed by Amit Ooh. Saxena, written I by Mahesh Bhatt and today. produced by Pooja Somebody. Huh. Let's, I'm, I'm interested in this film, Jism, from 2003. That's the year up that I know somebody who graduated high school. Graduated <laughs> high school. And so you know something that happened to them that day? What happened? Somebody threw water on their pants at the and at the breakfast like you had just between the rehearsal and the thing it wasn't uh, we're, we're talking about a friend here oh a good friend no it was me it was me and somebody came up and they threw water a whole cup of water right on my pants wow you know what i did person you know what i did I turned a little bit, I gave the stinky lick, and I wiped it, and it was fine, because I had nice pants, and everybody in the in the restaurant that morning, they all said, hey. Nice pants. They did. It, they really, okay, you think I'm lying, but this <laughs> happened. This happened. It totally happened. Fantastic. And then I had this hidden zipper on the side, and I pulled out my cell phone, and these were slacks. Like, I was wearing these to graduation. That's how nice these were. Do you know that I was at your graduation, and I likely cheered pretty loud for you. I bounced a green bouncy ball, and I made a stinky fart. Oh, and you watched it spread across. <laughs> I watched it spread. Oh, my God. It permeated throughout that audience. The one kid who had a, a lay made out of Whoppers from Burger King, I bet I ruined his Whoppers. Wow. I bet you did. <laughs> Can you imagine that wearing a a lay of whoppers? I that's one of my, that was one of my favorite like West Valley I, traditions. I know. I remember being so worried that I wouldn't get any lays, like because I'm a white girl. Why would I get a lay? <laughs> How many did you get? Um, I had a few. My, my family did some for me. And then I think one of the Polynesian girls had some for me from the volleyball team. Cool. Um, my sister-in-law made me one. Actually, I think she made me a couple, like a couple with real flowers. And then I had one that was kukui nuts and, I, I rem and candy I bars. Yeah. I had a few candy bar lays, too. I got a few candy <clears throat> bars. They melted on my, on my shirt, my Tiger Woods shirt. Oh, no. Bah! Sneezing? And he hadn't even cheated on his wife yet. I mean, he had, but we didn't know about it. <laughs> Do you remember that when Tiger Woods cheated on his wife a whole bunch? I mean, kind of. And we all, like, got obsessed with it as a culture. Back in the day. Yeah. And then Anton, uh, what's his name? Anton Yelchin. He, he got trapped, but a car ran him over. It was his own car. He got trapped there, and he had a painful death. Wow. I don't like painful deaths. I don't either. That sounds awful. Who would want that? I don't know. I didn't. Who? Who, who would who, who would take that painful death? Well, I mean, is, does it serve a purpose? I guess. It it does it serve my cult for you for somebody to have a painful death? I don't think so. I don't. I don't think so. Why would why you join would the cult if you're 
gonna have a painful death that doesn't make any sense do we have to have somebody have a painful death first so that other people don't have to no why would that why i don't know it's the only other religion that i've been a part of they we did that yeah that's true why does that need to be why does abraham need to stab his son on a cliff i don't know and like know what that purpose that serves like how does that relationship move forward like he's ready to stab him knife to the neck and then god pops out of a cloud and says hey i was just kidding thanks for showing me you reverse, love me reverse card <laughs> oh man what if god was what if logan roy was god oh my i mean that's kind of the way the world goes it kind of seems like that's how god might be like just a vindictive asshole just terrible just like come on what do you got for me Oh, you're you're boring me. I'm gonna punish you somehow. I get what I want. I'm God. Why are you doing that? No, he probably would cover up a few murders, though. He would help. I, it's not a murder, I guess. Just suspicious. Are you back on your cult? No, <laughs> I'm on Succession. Logan Roy. Uh, oh, did cover up a murder, yeah. But it wasn't a murder. Speaking of jism, Tom swallowed his own whole load on his bachelor party. <laughs> we should all congratulate him for that. We should. Congratulations, Tom. Good job. Swallowing your own load. I think it's so fucking hilarious that Roman starts dating her after. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something Roman would do. It's just, these people are awful. He's, they're so awful, but Roman is just so delightful to watch. Yeah, Roman's my favorite character to watch. Like, when Roman's on screen, it's entertaining, for sure. Do you think that... Uh, so, Roman is uh, Kieran Culkin. The, the Culkin you... The sleeper Culkin. The sleeper. The sleeper Culkin. Like, he was there, but Macaulay was getting all the fame. But now, who? Macaulay? Macaulay who? Macaulay what? It's, I guess it's a competition that I've created between these siblings. I I, uh, I had a talk boy, so I, I like the Culkin kids. A talk boy? From uh, Home Alone. Oh, right. The talk boy. And I'd, and I'd give myself subliminal mind messages... To listen to, to lose weight while I slept. That's kind of sad. It's fun. It's fun. Mm, it's innovative. How old were you? I was elementary. See, that's... Like, fifth, sixth grade. Yeah, fifth, sixth Maybe grade, seventh. I thought I was fat, too, but neither of us were fat. That's true. That's true. We were both athletes. Oh, well. You know, you win some, you get some... On others, you get some eating disorder. It's cool. Uh... <clears throat> I'm all for an eating disorder. Speaking of eating disorders, I'm glad my mom died. Oh, you finished it. I finished it. 
Uh, that's the not the title of the book, is it? I'm glad my mom's dead. I'm glad my mom died. Oh, it's uh, it, it makes me really, really dislike stage parents. I mean, I already did, but even more, even more so now. I, I, I let me. I'm not opposed to a kid acting if the kid wants to act. But if your family is depending on the your kid's income, income, yeah, you're doing something wrong. That's that's let's go across the board with that. If you're if if you are in that situation because you have to because I know a lot of working class families have kids that end up working. Yeah. I mean, something's wrong there. If a kid can't focus on school and they have to work to support their family. Something's wrong there. It, if, <sighs> yeah, if there is a kid actor and they're famous and they get rich, they should they should have to do. Didn't the the Olsen kids like they didn't get a cent of their money until they were adults or something? I'm not sure on or that. Or something I... like that. I don't know. Who gives a shit? doesn't matter. Just don't force your kids to do shit they don't want to do. I also hate those... What is it called when it's, uh, like, the same kind of parent but in sports? What do we call that? Like, there's this kid on my football team. He was really good running back. Um, we were actually really close friends until I... We got into a fight because I... I <laughs> what did you do? It was like sixth grade. This is like young. Um, oh. But we got into a fight because we were racing on our rollerblades and I said I won and I didn't win. It was like a mile. He beat me by a mile. So clearly I did not win. <laughs> and he got mad and like stormed off. So I was like, fine, go home and cry to your mom. And he came walking back or came rollerblading back and then he slapped me. And he said, what'd you say? And I said, I said, go cry to your mom. Go. Get the fuck out of here. And then I pushed him against the, like, we were in my driveway at that point, and I pushed him against the car, and he pushed me, and then it kind of was like, fuck you. And then we, he skated away. But he thought that I said, I like, or you like your mom. <laughs> like, he thought I was saying that he had a crush on his mom, you know, like, like. But oh. what a what? what a silly silly what fight? Yep. Uh, so he was the running back on our team, and he was really really good. And people like thought, oh, this kid's gonna go to the NFL. His dad would beat the shit out of him when he uh, fumbled a ball. Like if he, if he could have scored a touchdown and he fumbles it instead, <laughs> oh, that motherfucker was getting hit. A lot. That fucking sucked. And just being a kid watching this happen on your team, like, you don't know what the fuck to do. You know the adults know that this is happening, so you can't really... You have no one to tell. And I think the coaches tried to, like, calm his dad down a lot whenever he'd get pissed off at games, but... Man, that guy sucked. He wasn't the only one, either. There were a couple that would... A couple families, like, their kids... If they fucked up in the game, they got They're, fucked up. Wow, that's fucked. It is fucked. I'm glad I didn't have that. <laughs> yeah. Your dad would murder a referee or an umpire. If Perhaps. It, 
<laughs> but uh, never, you yeah. never got punished for your foul up. If you messed up in a game, your dad would probably yell at the other team about yeah, probably. it. Like, or the, or the umpire or referee. I never, I was never with anyone who had gotten kicked out of a sporting event until I went to softball games with your family. Oh, and then we got kicked out often. See, because my mind is like, obviously those people don't really want to fight or else they wouldn't, they would be fight. They would be fighting. Right. Not yelling and getting ready to fight. They'd fight. And in my mind, like, I didn't fight a lot. I tried to avoid fights whenever possible. There were a couple that I got into, and I think I only threw one or two. One or two is more than that. But I've only thrown like a handful of punches intentionally, angrily in my life. But I knew that if you start a fight, that it should be. I don't know. Like it was. The people that I would see fight, or the stories that I would hear about people getting into fights, they were serious. Like, you're going to fight somebody? You're going to fight somebody. So I would never get in somebody's face, if like, the way they do. Right. Like, baseball players especially. I would never fucking do that. Because I'm a football player. I mean, I'm going to hit you if I'm going to hit you. I'm not going to get in your face. So that, to me, is always so fucking strange. And growing up, Just you know... Just going to the point of like the edge of yeah like how are you doing that like if if somebody did that to me i'd want to hit them <laughs> and if somebody did that to you wouldn't you just hit them like right okay so how is this happening how are you just in somebody's face nose to nose screaming about a ball that whether or not it was on this side of the line or that side of the line so fucking stupid. We had some parents on our team that would get kicked out for yelling at umpires or referees. Um, when I was coaching, I when I was like 19, I helped coach a Little League football team. Mm -hmm. And we were playing this uh, judge. That was the name of the... It was, a, it was a Catholic school in Salt Lake Valley. Well... John Stockton and Hef, and, Hef, and Jeff Hornacek, their kids went to these went to the school and played on the football team there. So when they came out to our poor side of the town, uh, they weren't greeted kindly overall. Uh, there were uh, a lot of little kids like swarmed them, like, "Oh, look, that's fucking that is John Stockton here." Mm -hmm. Like he was on the dream team, and he's here watching my football game. That I'm about to play, he's gonna see it. That's cool. So they'd go and like, and he'd get mad. He's like, "I'm here to watch my kid. Please leave me alone." And oh. one of the dads of these kids, like, had to be escorted out because he got in John Stockton's face and was like, "You tell my kid to leave you alone." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, tell your kid to leave him the fuck alone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know where I was going, but secession's fun, and Tom swallows his own load. That's where you were going. You got back to it somehow. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, there's some, something quite bad happens on the show that gets covered up. Uh, we're... And... We can spoil it. It's yeah, been... it's the first season. Yeah. Like the second episode of the first season. 
Um, so Greg has followed orders and gotten rid of a bunch of evidence, although secretly he surreptitiously stashed away some sheets of some uh, sets of sheets of papers and like so he didn't destroy all of it but my question is is he <sighs> he's in the wrong like still right because he yes. knows about all that he should be telling right he should of course he's in the wrong okay okay do you think that greg is going to win the game of thrones because it's just game it's of thrones possible it's possible Greg could swoop, swoop in there and and uh, an unintentional little finger. Gregory, he's going by Gregory. Greg, oh sorry, I forgot. I sorry, Gregory, Gregory the Eggery. <laughs> he's he's our window into the world of these rich people. Yeah, and he's constantly pointing out how like, oh, you're you. You're just doing that? That's what rich people... That's weird. <laughs> and he appreciates the fact yeah, that he is good. rich. Do you, So who do you think is going to win? Game of Thrones Game Business of Thrones. Edition. I don't think Roman's going to win. Why? Because he can't get it up? Yep. And he just need. Eventually, Jerry will die, and yeah, he, won't he won't be, be able, able to, to get it up for a business meeting. Yeah. So Roman's out, and the, his his office plants will die because he Kendall's can't. Wait, on. he jerked off against the window that one time. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Kendall, yeah, obviously not. No, too much, too many drugs. Too many drugs and murder. I mean, cover up. It's a lot of cover ups happening in this episode. Shiv, uh Shiv, I. Th thought would I have thought been it was gonna be shiv but eh. but the second they like made the second season about her being the next in line tells me that they can't go for two more seasons no. that has to change maybe it's gonna be gregory gregory for the win him and his grandpa are gonna come in and take over the company <laughs> just like his brother is gonna be so pissed off that he's gonna hear about something at atn and that Greg had to do, and then he's going to come in and organize the board and take Mo's seats or whatever, maybe. I don't know. I don't know anything about business. Does that how it works? I don't know. All I know is that Walmart Mussolini puts Nan Pierce off her old fashions. Ravenhead, yes? Yes. What a weird fucking sentence. It was so... It made no sense... If we knew what How his name... How many times did we watch that clip? Uh, like five, and then we turned on captioning and saw what it says <laughs> and still played it a few more times to try and get context because we didn't remember that it was the name of the on-air talent at a ATN who reads Mein Kampf multiple times mm -hmm. and does bad math about the, the, the World War II and the Holocaust bad math for sure how the fuck do you not how do you deny that that happened like seriously you think people are able to organize a strategy to make that up <laughs> that's silly like come the fuck on get your head out of your ass like, come the fuck on 
get your head out of your goddamn ass. And also, just so you know, the world's round, dickball. <laughs> the world is round, dickball. It's a round dickball. That's around, all. Around dickball. And the moon is a harsh mistress. What else we've we been watching? Well, Ted Lasso's back. Ted Lasso's back, and it's always like... That episode was hard, that last episode. Which one was it? With Keely. Oh, with the, the leaked nudes. Leaked nudes, yeah, that was a tough episode to watch. I like the what they did with going around making everybody delete the yeah. any nudes that are on their phone. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to be busy. <laughs> I mean, I don't keep them from other people, but I'm like... It's there. Yeah. Don't hack me. Please don't hack me. My password is not password 759. There's a hashtag. But where? See? You don't know. Is it password? Is it pa Does the hashtag make it password? Hashtag word. I spelled it with two S's. <laughs> What is that on? Ted Lasso. Oh, yeah. It's That's Jamie. It. He spells it with... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot his password was password. <laughs> but you thought he'd be okay because he spelled it with two S's. Instead God, of such an idiot. That's where he's the you're the source of your in it. Yep. Trying to get that nut. In it. Uh, we've also... I've been watching the Tupac documentary. The Tupacumentary, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's about him and his mom, and his mom was a, a Black Panther, and it parallels her life with his. Oh, cool. Uh, the last episode wa that I watched, <laughs> he got uh, he got shot. Ah. He was on trial for. Wait, is this the episode he shot himself in the balls? It is the episode where he shot himself in the balls. Uh. He was also shot other places, too, but during, as the gunfight broke out, he carried a Glock and carried it in his front oh waistband and reached down and tried to get it. And if you're, if you're, okay, if you're going to need a gun, you're going to probably be in a, in a, an intense situation where you're. Gotta be quick. You're excited and agitated. You pro and probably doing things in a forceful manner. So then you forcefully reach into your pants and grab this gun that does not have a, a, a it doesn't have a safety. It doesn't have a, it's ready to rock and roll. And it's all made out of plastic too. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Glocks are plastic. A lot of people hate them for that. I hate them because they don't have a safety and that's fucking stupid. But yeah, you'll shoot your balls right Yeah, off, so right? So, yeah, the people on the documentary, like, well, we can't confirm or deny, but then they goes off into saying, like, the logistics. It's going to fucking happen. So, also, first of all, don't have a gun. Put the gun away. Get rid of it. You don't need it. Uh, second, if you're going to carry it, why the fuck would you carry with the barrel pointing at your testicles? I mean, where else are you going to put it? Either your ass or you your... You can appendix carry. You can get a thing to put it up here on a on a strap on, or it goes over your shoulders. Like, you'd look like a cool, old-timey detective. 
Okay. I always wanted that one of those. Seem, that seems even worse because you're pulling it out. You're shooting your heart. Well, yeah. They And then they have to go across their body. So then there's all these people to the side of them that they have to point the gun at in order to get to where they want to point it. Oof. So just have it on your hip, on a holster, and a locked holster that you throw in the trash. <laughs> get rid of it. I can't believe how into guns we used to be. I know, and now we're so... Yeah, that... F I mean, there will probably be a couple more by the time it fucking happens, because that's how often they happen. But there was one last night, again, another shooting, mass shooting, and it's fucking distressing. I'd yeah. prefer... Not to wake up to <laughs> a message every morning saying there's a new one. Yeah, or being afraid every time your kids leave the fucking house because people think that it's their god-given right to own this pistol on american gods there's that episode where they they uh they go to try to recruit vulcan who's the volcano god and he's mm -hmm. he's reshaped himself into being the god of guns because like he, the forge is, is the same thing that the volcano used to be. And now people worship this. They worship guns. Okay. So guns are a god. And because that's how yeah. American gods works. And that's how it feels. It's fucking gross. Why would you worship a thing that's only designed to kill? H have you, I, I used to go shooting all the time. It's so much fucking fun. I know. I used to do it too, and I really enjoyed it. But I now I can't even think of like holding a gun. I, that would just terrify me. <laughs> I don't want it. I don't want to have anything to do with it. I'm not interested in going shooting. I'm not a different person than I was for sure. Yeah, same here. I remember when I first started feeling that way. I didn't want to admit it to anybody because, like, how gay can you be? Well, it it was also a big part of our life. We did it a lot. It was, yeah. We went shooting almost every weekend. It was like our activity that we did, so. I made it about, I didn't want to spend the money on the ammo. That's how yeah. I got out of it right. without having to have that conversation with people. Because I wasn't ready to have that conversation. I was still having it with myself. Right. Because you don't, you usually realize things or come to changes of heart over time. Mm -hmm. When faced with new information, as the world is one to give, the world is constantly giving you that information, so take it. Change your opinion. Why would you ever, ever criticize somebody for changing their opinion? I, I don't know. I criticize you for having the same opinion that you've had for the last who knows how fucking long, because it's been a long time that you've had that opinion. <laughs> Challenge it. That tells me you haven't challenged it. Because there's always going to be room. For, you can always grow. Yeah. It, always. You're never going to be top tier. I know everything. You can always have more knowledge and more. Even if you know more about something than everybody else on the entire planet Earth. Is that all we're ever going to know about that thing? No. That, so, like, take the opportunity to learn yeah. More. So yeah. Just learn more. Keep growing. Why? I don't. I don't understand not wanting that, not like not seeking that out. It for me that's that's what life is: is seeking out more and more 
information and knowledge and learning all that you can because while you can. What else is there? Like Johnny Five, need input. Yeah. Input. Give me input. I, um, Johnny Five, input, learn all you can, always things. We need a cultural shift, obviously, in multiple ways, but we need a culture shift that takes us away from power being the most important thing, like who's the strongest, who can make it the thing that makes you alpha in any situation if you want to, because we're going to never not have those people that want to be alphas. Okay, be an alpha where it counts in some academic arena where you're either learning to make new shit that helps the human race or discovering new shit or being the person to learn new shit like always expanding knowledge why isn't that's where i want our culture to shift so that's gonna mean like fewer action movies maybe in our action movies it's not about the killing we do shit like doctor who i'm not saying everything needs to be doctor who but but everything should be like doctor yeah <laughs> like occasionally the doctor gets violent occasionally himself or themselves but usually they get to a point where you think they have no other choice but to be violent and then they find some fucking way to get through it. Mm -hmm. And are you telling me that humanity's so fucking awful that we, we find a different way? Yeah. The reason we haven't found a way is because we let loud people that are loud and benefit from it being this specific way well they don't have they they're not as smart they're not as it's not about being smart even let me think they just happen to have a lot of power and strength so you taking that away from them them being the what's the best for america for the world and you're gonna make them make us all look weak you fucking egghead Gre you greg head you eggery head eggery and egg her her <laughs> don't dumb down your shit make people reach to where you are instead of like pandering to this hey let's make a fart joke again if you make that fucking fart joke but give it a funny english accent so it's at least a little bit smart <laughs> speaking of farts with a funny british accent there's a new king in town Oh, a new fart. A new fart. A new billionaire cosplaying as a ruler. It's kind of ridiculous. I saw a headline um, of just where all the celebrities sat. Where? Oh my god, how so stupid. where they sat during the court. What is it? Coronation. Coronation. For the crown. Corona. Crown. Wow. So... Core? That Core was center? the news story that was... That's... I I saw a headline about uh, where the prince was sitting so that he could leave quickly. Oh, see? You gotta know where everyone sits during these situations. It's the news. It would be... Like, I don't like billionaires or the thought of billionaires anyway, but it gets worse when you're just billionaires who are billionaires because your ancestors sat a few hundred years ago or a thousand years ago. You know what? I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I'm better than the rest of you. And I am so much better than the rest of you that when I come inside of a woman and that woman gives birth, that the first one, as long as it has a wiener, I'm gonna, that one's the next one in charge of you. And... The, the sperm that comes out of that one's wiener? Well, that one's gonna also be your next leader. Like, that just happens? Really? That's so fucking stupid. 
because somebody was strong and the strongest at one point i'm sure or had people who were strongest on their side so instead of doing all that let's tell the monarchy to shut the fuck up and give all of their money back to the commonwealth of england all of it and and the king can live as a pauper because fuck you you've had enough and he's there's high speculation that he's that yeah he uh paid off a 17 year old that he slept with while he was in america one time oh man yeah they're not good people these these royals you know who would have thought people who claim that their birthright just by being born who they are makes them better than everybody else in the world who would have thought that these are bad people Hmm, interesting and the royal family killed diana have you heard that one yeah i mean that has to be the way it was right Uh, probably like the paparazzi were after her all the time that specific night come on like yeah and then we got the end because of the way diana died we got the last episode of seinfeld because uh it enacted because of that the reporters the paparazzi standing around taking pictures instead of helping it uh spurred like i think they're called good samaritan laws around the world Mm -hmm. Where, like, if you see something happening and you don't do anything about it, you can be held accountable. And then on Seinfeld, they all just, they see some guy getting mugged in some Central American, not Central America, but American state in the center of the country. Oh, mm-hmm. They had to stop for some reason, and then they see this guy getting mugged, and they all just stand there and laugh at it because it's just, this is what happens in New York. You just get mugged, and people laugh about it. And then the cop shows up, and then he points at them, and then they get arrested, and they interview every guest star who was ever on the show, one by one. Every featured role gets called up to testify against them as character witnesses. Then what happens? Well, more importantly than what happens after that is what happens before that, which is Jerry and Elaine kind of confess their feelings for each other, and we learn that Jerry won the No Masturbation Contest. Oh, congratulations. They had a they had a contest and uh JFK Jr. is the one who got to masturbate Jerry? No. <laughs> <laughs> Elaine had officially claimed victory, but she's like, yeah, JFK Jr. he was at my gym. He asked about me. How I mean, what am I going to do? Got it. My mom used to say that I looked like JFK Jr. I don't know what he looks like, but uh, I know that he has a uh, a stupid uh, uh, Miss Massachusetts accent or uh, chowder. Is that how you thought? It? No, I gotta. I I, I didn't. Fi- I didn't know. I gotta find an entry word to that accent. Mm. Chowder. That's chowder. Entry word. Chowder. That's a thing. Yeah. If you get into a, what's your entry word? What's your what's an accent you can do or a voice? I can't. I can't do voices very well. I don't. I don't do that. I let you handle all the voices. Wow, that's cool. I don't need one first. It's, it's just kind of here. But I mean, I gotta. I guess I do have to wade into it. I start off around here, and then I have to go. I have to get a little bit wet, wet, and then <clears throat> I gotta warm that one up. Yeah. My Irish, I gotta say. Jory's still out on which way these guys will go. But John Tyler is one of the most proficient bass players in the UK at the moment. You got that one. I do. Uh, pencil. Pencil? Pencil. Present. Mary. Batteries. Brit. Jermaine. Jermaine. 
Yeah, I'm just not a a voice person. I definitely need some uh, discipline around my around my voices, and I'd get better. I bet. I bet. I think practicing anything, you'll get better. The hell you say? Yeah. That is true. Did you guys know that? If you do something more than once, like if you do it and then you do it again, you're probably going to be better at it that next time. Like when I got fourth place on Tetris 99 yesterday. Yeah, you did that. Oh my God. When you get into the top 10, it's like you have half a split second to land that thing. So you have to start like turning it so that it tumbles and keeps spinning before it without landing and sometimes you get lucky and sometimes you're smart enough and have enough time to look over at the sidebar and plan where things are going to go but when it's it's what are you going to do you're going to die and get fourth place you got fourth place so yeah yeah almost the top three well I enjoy symphony bars with toffee in them. We both do very much. It's true. And I made a a non-dairy sherbet, the sorbet. Sorbet. Would you call that a sorbet? I don't know what you would call that. It was good, though. Why did you... Very seedy. Uh, That's because there were seeds in it. I put bird seed in it so we could have, like... Bird seeds in our belly? Yeah. And we'd grow a bird. Mm. You know, I know an old woman who swallowed a bird. You do? How absurd to swallow a bird. Why would she swallow that bird? She swallowed the bird to catch a spider. (gasps) How did that spider get down inside her? She swallowed the spider to catch a fly. I don't know why she swallowed that fly. Perhaps she'll die. Oh, no. Um, That was our rendition. (laughs) There was an old lady. Yeah, I read. I will leave you with a really fucked up, sad ending. Why? Because we need to know how fucked up guns are. Okay. So the Texas shooting today, at th- or last night, one of the first people there to help people, like, the, saw a woman over dead, or bloody, and he rolled her over and saw that she was dead, but she had been covering up her kid. Mm. And as soon as he rolled the mom off of the kid, he just started screaming, my mommy's hurt, my mommy's hurt. And so the guy hurried up and grabbed the kid and ran him around the corner so he didn't have to see. And somebody else walked up and saw a little girl bent down hiding in a bush, and he walked up and she did not have a face. So, like, this shit's... It's not just a tin can. It's not what you do to that tin can. Those all of you people who think that your guns are your whole fucking life. You've been tricked. I'm sorry to tell you you're, you've been tricked. You've been tricked by people with a lot of money who had people who were incredibly smart craft a way to get you to believe that this thing that is so dangerous is the most important thing in your life. Yeah. This, if the statistics don't lie... If the second you bring a gun into the home, your chances of somebody in the house dying go way the fuck up. And it's not always that somebody's going to have a mass shooting. It's most of the time it's from suicide. Or having having an accident. Accidents, suicide, and domestic violence. All of these things, domestic violence and suicides happen, but they happen with a lot more success when there's a gun in the house. Like, it's a terrible way to phrase that, but that's how the statistics roll out. 
and just think is your hobby worth what it's fucking doing to everything i mean nobody's made it to this part of the podcast who i'm needing to convince of this i'm sorry i guess you're not listening to a non-binary queer and their lesbian wife (laughs) (laughs) uh but hug somebody maybe it can be a dog if you need it to be vote for people who want to actually make us safer there is a tweet that i that comes up every once in a while about making families safer it's uh i can't remember who wrote it but she shares it all the time every time it comes up and is necessary but it goes it's this long list of ways that you can actually protect your family the ways that matter like keeping them fed and clean and their clothes clean and Mm -hmm. sheets changed all of that keeps your family way safer. But all of these people who, oh, I need this gun to keep my family safe, will do fucking something else. Do literally anything fucking else. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> um, if, you, if you want more of us, then you can find MJ at... Another Manic MJ on Instagram. And you can find me at Peter Teabags on Instagram. Also, the uh, Johnny B was raised by TV on on uh, youtube but if you don't want to see or hear more of us then just do something anything fucking else just do anything else go ahead i don't fucking care (laughs) i love you though don't die i hope you don't die all right love you bye